Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. All right, welcome back. It's good to be with you on this very white Tuesday afternoon here in Kansas City. It looks beautiful. It is lovely. Driving through some of the, the neighborhoods around here, yeah, Roland it, Park. Sticking and, to the trees and everything. Oh, yeah. Looking outside the window here, it's just lovely. It's a winter wonderland. Till you get in it. And those tree branches might start snapping in the wind. All right. Yeah. Back to Dana's question. Dana has decided to stalk her former primary care doctor. I take exception to the verb that you are using there. I have decided to reach out and see if she is handling any side hustle patients. I, I believe if she the term. Would like to include me. I believe the term was "I will find her." No. <laughs> I believe the term she used last hour was "hunt her down." Hunt, hunt her down. Yeah. I, 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 hunt her down. I, I will find her. Yeah. She will be mine. No, I want to. Be, I want to be clear. I'll make her an office offer right. she cannot refuse, or, 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 or better not, not refuse. refuse. She, she did not retire. <laughs> she better not no. be retired. <laughs> would be a shame if that new practice of yours had something happen to I it. Would, I would love to hear from our physicians who have moved practices. Sometimes or, or fires done, start themselves. No, or done something different, and is it okay to see patients on the side? I'll be her side chick. From the text line, I did it with my hairstylist. Not the same. <laughs> Not the same. What is it about this doctor that you... Why can't you just go to another doctor? Because I don't want to start all over. It's not a marriage. Well, I know. Everything's written down in your records. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Just saying. I think she'll find it funny. I'm going to send her a very nice card. If I was her, I would find it creepy, and I'm now moving to New York. Roses are red, violets are blue. Guess who? <laughs> Want to give me a pap smear? <laughs> Roses are red. LOL. Roses are red. Call Vi- me. <laughs> violets are blue. Guess who got away from me? <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Not sure Hallmark makes that one. <laughs> Oh, we could do this for days. Roses are red, violets are blue. You left your practice. Now I'm stalking you. <laughs> I like all of those suggestions. Uh, Thank you. Lynn, Take them under advisement. Lynn and Lawrence. Hello, Lynn. <laughs> Hi, how are you? We're doing very well. Thank you for asking. I uh, am not a doctor, but my grandfather was, and he did continue to see, I'm not sure for how many years, uh, former patients in his home. He also, he was 
licensed because he did some volunteer work at, I think, the AIDS clinic or somewhere. Now, he was a general practitioner. I would guess that in this age, if it's an OBGYN with their high high liability, that they wouldn't. But if it's like your primary care who does your stuff, I think think they would. Maybe if they're seeing other patients. Now, the stocking thing might... Right. <laughs> so much the stalking thing because I too am a former journalist and I use my skills for especially for single friends who you know are trying to figure out if some guy they met is crazy. But I wouldn't be announcing it on the public <laughs> airwaves that I'm going to stalk you. I'm sure if she's not a listener, that somebody she knows. Well, she would, I, I'm telling you, because I went to her a long time, she would find this very funny. She would be like, really? All right, come on in. I'm telling you, I think I, I think it's all going to work out. Putting her on blast across the metro. Right. I'm coming for you. I will find you. Oh, I will find you. Grab that stethoscope. Be ready. <laughs> be ready. I'm coming in hot. <laughs> she might laugh, but it's not going to be a that's funny laugh. It's going to be a... <laughs> away. I moved on. It's going to be okay. Not you, it's me. Bruce in Raytown. Hello, Bruce. Yes, uh, I had a doctor that lived pretty close to me, and I'm on uh, Medicaid. And, uh, you know, I've got Humana for an insurance policy, and it's a good policy. And I went to my doctor for a physical, and the doors locked and closed up, and they didn't answer the phone. Uh-oh. I said, and, uh, and my doctor was probably 350 pounds. He was the biggest guy I ever saw. It was still walking around, and uh, I figured, well, he's a doctor. He must know what he's doing. Well, he didn't. I looked it up online when I got home and found out two days before my appointment, he died of a heart attack. Oh. They just, they just closed the place. It's still closed. You it's know, been- Bruce, at three, I, I'm just going to be honest here, 350-pound physician, um, would you, Scott— I know where you're going. Well, with this. I don't want to ask it because I don't want to. Like, would you go to a fat doctor? Doctors come in all shapes and sizes, but you know how they say never trust a skinny chef, right? Yes. W- would you go to a doctor that was trying to tell you you could lose ten pounds when? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Would, That's would like. Would you go to a gym instructor who was 350 pounds? Yeah, I'd you... be like, meet me at Burger King. I'll see you over there. <laughs> Let's skip leg day. Wow, we're skipping legs. That's my kind of trainer. Heck yeah, I'd go to one was 350. I mean, I think there are some people that would think a doctor could be more sympathetic and more empathetic if they struggled with some of those same issues. Yeah, but then don't tell me to lose weight. Don't tell me how how me being 275 pounds, and I'm not, but... Don't tell me how being 275 pounds is bad for my heart. I'll tell you this. Uh, Dr. Tag is one of the fittest, healthiest human beings I have ever met in my life. Like zero body fat. And so if you're in a specialty like. Well, he better be. Like, like weight loss or, or you know, metabolic health. I think under that scenario, it's tough to tell people this is, you know, these are the things that, well, you, that but, we can help you do if you were 350 pounds. And I'm only using that as an example because he is so fit that it's like, okay, this is this is the guy. But couldn't you make that argument about any doctor because they're all in the business of health uh, and being fat okay, is what not about, healthy? What, what if you are out having dinner 
and you look over and your doctor, who is an oncologist, by the way, I think that's important, uh, steps outside and is smoking a cigarette. Comes back in to tell you you need to quit smoking because right? you have lung cancer. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Let me go ahead and I mean, I think some Axe Body a Spray. Smoking oncologist is, <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's, that's bad. I, I would argue any doctor that smokes. I mean, if, if, if I'm going to Dr. Buss, right, my mm-hmm. primary care doctor, mm-hmm. and he's, like, checking the, to see if they're, the, you know, how, how's, how's the your throat. Your thyroid or whatever. How, how are the bumps in your throat, blah, blah, blah. And if I smell smoke on his hand, I'm going to question his medical judgment. I am. You're a, you're a doctor. And I don't. It doesn't bother me when I see other people smoke. If like there's a construction crew and there's a guy smoking or whatever, that doesn't bother me at all. Hell, my hairstylist smokes. I can smell it on her hands. That doesn't bother me. She's cutting my hair. Yeah. She's not judging me. Right. Judging me on my health. And let's be honest, doctors judge. Probably. Oh, please. Probably. Every single one of them. Like, man, you got fat. No. <laughs> Having a little trouble putting that fork down, are we, Scott? I thought you called your body a temple. (laughs) Drinking a little too much in the last year, have we, Scott? Look, I have two calls and two emails out to new care providers. Thank God you finished that sentence that way. Well, I, you know, if I hear back, we'll we'll see what we can do. If I don't, I'm coming for you. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight. God be with you, doctor. Here's Dana. Ladies, ladies, the line forms to the left. Lisa Bonet has filed for divorce from Jason Momoa. Oh. 18 years. Oh. After the two actors became a couple. Aw. The 56-year-old Bonet, whose legal name is Lilacoy Moon, uh, filed documents to end her marriage to the 44-year-old Momoa in Los Angeles County Court on Monday. Okay. Uh, finally comes two years after they announced their separation. Uh, they cite yeah. irreconcilable differences as the reason for the split. Neither one is going after financial support from the other. And they are seeking joint custody of their 16-year-old daughter and 15-year-old son. So he was on Saturday Night Live over the weekend, and I don't know if it was a <clears throat> rerun, but we were clicking around and, and happened to see it. He was funny, by the way. Is he good? Yes. There were a couple of skits that were very, very funny. Hmm. And I'm not a a Marvel or comics person, but he's Aquaman, isn't he? Yeah, he's Aquaman, yeah. yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers offering no apologies to Jimmy Kimmel today. Did you watch that last night? Because that was awkward. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel? (laughs) No. What are you talking about? Kimmel's show? Uh, Yes. So what happened? Oh! I I was watching the national uh, title. I'm going to be honest. It went on too long. Oh. Like, he's like, so, uh, anybody hear about the flap between myself and Aaron Rodgers? And everyone's like, woo, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah. I think he went on for about nine minutes 
and you've always said, don't ever pick a fight with somebody that gets their airtime for, air for free. That's right. He did not hold back at all. And I am not an Aaron Rodgers fan. I, I'm not a huge, like, I don't, like, tune into Kimmel every night, but I think he's funny. Even I thought it went on, like, I was like, okay, wrap it up, move on. Like, if I was a producer, I'd be like, let's move on. <laughs> right, in his ear. Yeah, it just kept going and going and going. Let's end this now. Yeah. Uh, Kimmel, who aggressively shot, uh, well, hang on, Kimmel, the late night TV host from ABC, who believes he was slandered by the Jets quarterback, uh, aggressively shot back at Rodgers last night. Uh, he went scorched earth, says this story from the New York Post, <laughs> saying that he was owed an apology yeah. from Aaron Rodgers, but was not expecting one. His expectations were met. Quoting here from Rodgers today on Pat McAfee's show, I don't have any apologies, not for that guy from ABC. Oh, good God. Rogers, on last week's show, joked about the Epstein documents to be released and said, quote, there's a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, that are really hoping that doesn't come out. Kimmel said, I do remember him saying that, if he apologizes, I will accept the apology and move on. He also explained the difference between comedy and opinion and stating something false as fact. Kimmel said on his monologue last night, you may recall this since you watched it, Aaron Rodgers has a very high opinion of himself. Because he had success on the football field, he believes himself to be an extraordinary being. The idea that his brain was just average was unfathomable. Aaron got two A's on his report card, and they were both in the word Aaron. Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know now that there will be a lawsuit. I have a feeling everyone just moves on. But it is a cautionary reminder that you cannot go throwing around fake facts <laughs> in a defamatory way without the threat, at least, of being sued. Is it over? I think it's over. Can we all just move on now? I think we, I, I think we can move on. Yes. Oh, my God. These guys are getting a lot of mileage. Uh, the death toll from Japan's devastating New Year's Day earthquake has risen to more than 160. Mm. Hmm. Efforts continue to find more than 100 people who remain missing a week later, but bad weather in Japan is hampering the rescue efforts with heavy rain and snow triggering warnings of landslides and building collapses. Uh, the 7.6 magnitude earthquake struck the remote Noto Peninsula. Uh, the majorities of the deaths happened in hard-hit cities of Wajima and Suzu. Okay. Uh, this update today from CNN on a story that we covered extensively is breaking news yesterday afternoon. Crews right now continue searching that Texas hotel for anyone who might still be trapped as investigators dig into what caused that explosion that we now know injured 21 people, many of whom were in the restaurant area. The restaurant was closed at the time, but I think some of those injured were restaurant workers. Um, Nobody died. This is from CNN. Rescuers are sifting through the rubble of a historic Texas hotel to try to find anyone huh. who might still be trapped. The immediate area is still shut down. It is considered the actual immediate hot zone Quoting here with someone from the uh, Fort Worth Police Department, we are asking everyone stay away 
At least 21 were hurt by the blast on Monday, including one who is critically injured, four who are seriously injured. Mm. And, and when you look at, by the way, the debris field from this blast, I, I do not know how there were no confirmed deaths. I, I don't even understand it. It's a miracle. It is a miracle. Quite frankly. Uh, they're trying to remove all the wreckage. Uh, they do believe the blast was caused by some type of gas explosion, but they are working with the FBI and the uh, ATF to figure out the cause. All right, quick break here at the bottom of the hour. The telephone number is 913-586-7798-586-7798. Don't forget to check out the Dana Parks podcast. Available anytime you want, anywhere you go. Just go to KMBZ.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Story here out of California where a toddler, this is according to a lawsuit that has just been filed by mom and dad, a toddler in California was left quadriplegic after choking on a piece of candy that did not have labeled safety warnings. The lawsuit filed on December 28th of this most recent year said... Emily Sotello of La Quinta, California, choked on a Candyland Gumi Dot produced by toy company Hasbro, makers of the board game Candyland. According to a news release, a home ring camera captured video of Emily choking on December 13th of 2022. The video shows her parents using various techniques. It's absolutely. I, like, I don't even want to go through the details because it's so horrifying what happened. They rush her to the hospital. Amelie is in really bad shape. That's, that's, we'll just leave it there. Okay. Um, the, the reason I wanted to talk to everybody about this was that as parents, we've all had that moment where you look over and your kid is going, like the universal sign for choking, Right. And I believe the number one most choked on thing, and Sam, you can look up the list, is hot dogs. It's that perfect trachea size. Um, meat, like uh, roast, I always worried about with my kids because they keep chewing it and keep chewing it, and it just gets bigger in your mouth, right? Uh, hot dogs are number one. Yeah. Prunes. I had a daughter choke on a prune at the Kansas City Zoo once. We'll never forget that as long as I live. Uh, broccoli was one my kids choked on once. Uh, gum and hard candy, number yep. eight. Yep. So <clears throat> that's why I want to talk about this. One of the reasons when they got this child to the hospital, the doctors could not get 
the gummy dot out of her airway was that because once you add liquid to a gummy, think of just the Dots brand dots, it becomes very sticky. Mm -hmm. Really, any candy Mm -hmm. becomes very sticky. It became very, very sticky, and it stuck in her airway. They ended up going in, and I'm, I'm assuming, like, traking her, going in through her throat to get it out. By then, she had been without air for such a long and, time. And, and that's the reason that she's she quadriplegic. serious, serious damage <clears throat> to, was, to that poor child. It was ox- oxygen deprivation that they argued led to her uh, becoming quadriplegic. Yep. So I've looked this candy up. I've never heard of it, but the board game Candy Land is in the title and it comes in like a bucket like a plastic bucket with a handle like kind of like the little bucket pail you would take to the beach when you were a kid okay so kind of a grab and go yep. candy and it says Candyland gummy dots okay. and they're various colors um I, I actually looked up a video of two dinglings trying to um like describe them and eat them they don't look any they don't look enormous like they're not like a jawbreaker they look like a gummy bear or are they're, they bigger. Bigger? They're, they're bigger. They're bigger than that. Okay. They're bigger. They're kind of mushroom cap shaped, for lack of a better word. Um, do you remember when we were little, Scott? You could go in for twenty five cents or whatever, like at the bowling alley, and put your put your quarter in and crank, crank, That's crank, and a there. jawbreaker yeah. would come out oh, sure. the size of a golf ball. Yeah. I don't even know that they make those anymore. My, my question about this terrible case is: Do you have a claim? against a company that is a viable claim when this is marketed, you know, with Candyland kind of as a, as a candy that children would enjoy. I mean, you know where they sell the candy. It's right at eye level in the grocery store for a reason <clears throat> because it could be a choking hazard. You, you know where I'm going with this. Like, hot dogs are the number one thing kids choke on yep, every year. But do you know what number two is? <clears throat> Give me a, like, genre of food. Uh, health. Um, I, most of, most of the top 10 choking hazards in America when it comes to food Mm -hmm. grow on trees or out of the ground. Okay. Is it a banana? Nope. Okay. Tell me. Carrot. Oh yeah. Baby carrots. Number two, apples. Yep. Number three, grapes. Actually four because hot dogs, number one. Number five, nuts. Number six, peanut butter. Number seven, Marshmallows. Oh, yeah. Number eight, gum and hard candy. And number nine, popcorn. Okay. Almost all of them grow out of the ground or on trees. Now, are these similar to dots? Just yeah. the run-of-the-mill dots? Yeah. So for those of you that understand what dots are at the movie theater, they're just called dots. They're uh, delicious. Or when we were growing up, they were called... Um, Dippin' uh, dots. Ju- jujubes, I think they called them, jujubes. And they were tinier, but it's oh. the same kind of candy. Well, you're talking like candy now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's... it's Soft and squishy, and you eat it, and it expands, and it gets sticky. Yeah, jujubes are the smaller version yeah, of jujubes dots. Jujubes would yeah. be the very small version of dots, and dots, I think, are a little bit smaller than these Candyland gummy dots. Okay. Now, if there had been a warning on this that said, warning, choking hazard for kids under the age of three, how old was this child, or is this child? Um, Does it say? The story doesn't say, but looking at the picture of, of Amelie. Four? I, I would say three. Three? I would say three. Even if you saw warning choking hazard. Most parents bring this home or you get it in an Easter basket and, and the kids start eating it. it. My heart is broken for this family. I don't know that this is a lawsuit. But isn't anything other than maybe a liquid a choking hazard? Oh, absolutely. So, pizza, pizza crust. Yeah. So 
should we have to put choking hazard well, on everything? This is definitely marketed like most candy is for kids with the Candyland, you know, game on on the exterior of the. I, I totally get what you're saying, but what I, my argument is, anything you put in your mouth, correct, short of a liquid, is a potential choking hazard. Sunmade raisins prunes. My daughter just kept sticking them in, and and we didn't know it. We were at the zoo. She was in her stroller, and she would want another one, but she hadn't swallowed the one prior. And you want to talk gummy. Those things expand. It's sticky. And that was the one, I mean, one of several times I can remember frantically popping her up out of that car seat, flipping her over, whack, whacking her on the back. And thank mm. God, mm. this wad of prunes flew out of her mouth. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Justine in Blue Springs. Hello. Hey, guys. This is a sad subject, but I actually have an interesting take. My husband was raised by a nurse. Oh, yeah. And my mother-in-law, everything for a nurse is like, if you get a headache, she's like, oh, you probably got brain cancer. Yeah. You know, that kind of humor. But he had a sister that choked on a hot dog, and, like, he was the one that got it out of her when he was a kid. So us raising our four kids, he would not even allow us to leave the house if anyone was eating, even when they got slightly older, I used to think he was nutters, but it's that attendance. And there's been a few occasions where they choked a little and we got it out, mm. but thank God he had that. I don't know. Paranoia. Yeah. But I guess you're not paranoid. If you have a good reason to worry, Justine, I love that you brought this up. I, wait, <laughs> nice. Scott, you're, you already think I'm crazy. Yes. You know, my son um, sleeps below grade and he will come home with Chick-fil-A or, you know, food from his job and be like, hi, mom, I'm going to run downstairs and watch some football and have my dinner. And I will always say, please eat upstairs. Just eat upstairs and then go down for that exact same oh, reason. Oh, God. Scott, I, I, I do. I think about that. You go downstairs and you can you take too big of a bite and you can't Dana, get that out. Dana, my get we're talking about Willem here. Yes. Okay. Poor poor kid. Well, I've never said that specifically. I just said please eat upstairs, and it's because I will feel better if he is eating in a so common he, area. He so I know he didn't choke. He thinks it's because you don't want him to make a mess down in the basement. When really, what it is is you want to. One hundred percent. I want to make sure he doesn't. Dana, choke. he eats two thirds of his meals outside of the home. Well, yeah, but around other people, like at lunch, he's with other people. What if he's in the car? Ooh, I'll talk what, to him about that. Grab something through the drive-thru at McDonald's. Hey, I'll have to talk to him about Justine's that. Justine's in-law yeah, was it. a nurse and said, don't leave say last, him unattended. last hour she was going to stalk her doctor. I'm telling you. Uh, and grapes is a big is one. Great quarter those grapes, people. I am looking at a package <laughs> of... Wait, Sam, stop. I heard that. I heard that. Quarter those grapes, people. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a package. And then she looks at us like we're crazy. Yes. Of Dots candies. Okay. Would you like to guess what the warning label reads on Dots candies? D does it read? There isn't one. Okay. Not a single warning label. Does there need to be? I don't believe so. It's a but gummy. According to the lawsuit, there should be. Now, granted, they're going after the specific Candyland dots, but same structure. <laughs> it's food. Of course you can choke on it. Well. There doesn't need to be a warning label on food. One question I do have, if you have little ones, 
if this happened and you could not get the food out, fire department shows up because she went in an ambulance. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking, you've got four minutes here, Scott, really to unblock that airway. I, I would say to those firefighters, go right in through here. Just, just go on in. I'll sign whatever waiver you need me to sign because she's gone either way. You would have them do a tracheotomy yes. right there in the house. And we have a physician in our family who said she would. You know, she's a physician. She said if that ever happened, I'd just go straight on in. Now, she knows what she's doing. I don't. You know, I'd get the candy out and sever a vocal cord or something. I don't I don't know. But I more than a vocal but if, cord. But if you're looking at that clock and you know, mm. it's terribly sad. I just don't think, I don't think it's a lawsuit. I don't think it's a lawsuit at all. I mean, if, if these gummies are supposed to have warning labels on them because they're a choking hazard, are we going to put warning labels on grapes and carrots? Well, yeah, you're right. Carrots is a big one. It's not just the carrots. It's the it's the baby carrots. Well, so, yeah, the because baby. they are the exact size of a child's trachea. Okay, I need to ask a really, really stupid I'm question. I'm so glad I don't have toddlers anymore. God, that used can, to scare me Can I me ask death. the dumbest question? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I ask because I don't know, and I'm actually embarrassed that I'm asking this. Yeah. Are baby carrots cut from real big carrots? Yes. Or do they actually grow as many carrots? Oh, no. my. They are cored from the inside oh, of carrots. Oh, shut up. I think a lot of people actually think that, Sam. Really? They are cored from the inside of carrots. Okay. So we're wasting a lot of carrot Correct. to get the mini carrot. Correct. And you pay more for it. You get less carrot. Right. Yeah. Correct. And then they th- I'm assuming they throw away. Somebody, they throw in some, some MSG of, in the bag. From, from the text line, A, one person just writes in, Wow. And another writes in, he's an idiot. <laughs> Maybe he is. <laughs> you also get more nutrition when you buy the whole carrot and peel it and cut it yourself. Aren't you supposed to eat the skin? Uh, you can juice the skin. I mean, it's you like, can it's eat good the skin. For, it's good for you. Yeah. Right? But so is the skin of a lemon. You do know chicken nuggets don't actually grow like that too, right? <laughs> so I... Wow. So, They're not chicks. A baby chicken breast. <laughs> so what what I did was I humbled myself. Hey, and I asked, ask dumb questions all the time. And, and I don't I don't mock you. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> oh, here we go. Do you know, by the way, my chime that doesn't work? Do you know we figured out why my chime doesn't chime? There's no wind. There's no wind. Uh, number one, there's no wind, and number <laughs> that would two, be, that would be no, the main reason. No, Dan Weinbaum unpeeled this onion the other night because I went outside and I I whacked into it with my arm and said, "Look, you've got to shove it to get it to chime." I want a new one. I don't think this thing works. Here it is. I, I taped it. Listen, <sighs> my chime never chimes unless I hit it. I think maybe my chime is broken. It needs to be like in a hurricane. It's like $50. I want a new chime. All right, so I post that. My chime doesn't chime. Dan replies, Dana, it's not a chime. That was not a wind chime. What is it? When you open the door at a store and it goes tingling. I bought the convenience store dingling thing. We've got another customer. <laughs> That's what you bought? It just hangs there. It doesn't make noise ever. 
Until you open the door. 45 mile an hour gust winds today. You know when I heard that chime? When you touched it. Never. <laughs> we have 45 mile an hour winds out there. The damn it's, thing doesn't chime. It's beautiful. Those blue glass globules. They're very heavy. Oh, I bought a, two. I paid $100 so, for chimes that don't ding. My they're not chimes. Dong. They're bells. What? There's a literal bell at the bottom of it. Well... If I owned a convenience store, that would have been helpful to know. Well, you Tingling. You can hang it inside your home and you'll know when somebody enters. Yeah, you have that nice new big speakeasy door. You can put it on the inside. No. I wanted a chime. Well, you don't have one. No, I don't. Gummy. <laughs> I've got a thing that just hangs there and does nothing. It looks pretty. All day. Unless I whack it and then it makes noise. Whoa. Yeah, you you've got you've got to thump it in order to, Wait, for it to go tingling. Hundred dollars okay, on Dan. that thing. Hundred bucks <laughs> down the drain. It's only funny when it's done. By the it's way, that is planned. false advertising. They sold those as chimes. Well, can it we didn't see say, the box? It didn't say must chime what, next to a door what, that you open at what, a convenience store. What, what what does the box call it? They were art. They were just hanging there. There's no box. You said it was advertised as a chime. Yeah, chimes. My suit didn't say anything. They they were presented as chimes. Well, really? did it have the word wind in front of that? What it, other kind of chime is there? There's the, the one that the, you hang the, over the, a door. The, the, the convenience <laughs> store. The hand-induced hand <laughs> chime. When you go outside and you have to actually use your hand to chime it. Some, some participation required. To engage in the chimery, you have, you have to... Actually participate. I mean, typically wind chimes ha- are like bamboo or or metal, and they bang heavy, into each other. Beautiful glass. It's so heavy. Forty-five mile per hour winds <laughs> don't move it. Not a sound coming out of that not, thing today. Not. Tingling. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. Uh, we got news coming up at the top of the hour. Dan Weinbaum's got that uh, today. Is this Elvis Presley's birthday today? Uh, it was either today well, or some yesterday. Some memes about him last night. I assume so. Uh, long live the king! The Elvis Presley revival that began with the 2022 movie Elvis and then continued with Jacob Elordi's portrayal of the late rock legend. Uh, in it the was movie. yesterday, by the way. Priscilla, was it yesterday? Okay is showing no signs of dying down with a new immersive show that will bring him back to life in an AI hologram. Uh Uh-uh. 47 years after Presley's 1977 death. We're hologramming Elvis. Elvis Evolution will open in London in November 2024 at a theater yet to be announced. Did you ever go to Graceland, by the way? Never been. Never been. I would go. It's I, I've never been. It's not like a bucket list thing of mine. But I think if I were there, I would go. I, I've heard it is everything you thought it would be, and nothing like you think it will be, and it's smaller than you think. That's oh, I'm what sure. She said. And Much frozen smaller. in time. Is that true? You, frozen you, in time. It's a lot smaller than yeah. You think it would be. It's it's just like a regular house. Huh. Yeah. With some neat things inside. Yeah, I'm sure. Orange shag carpet. Mm-hmm. Is it is it almost garish? Yeah, it's very 70s. Yeah. Very 70s. Quick break for the news here at the top of the hour. Dan Weinbaum's got that in two minutes. She's Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime.
at KMBZ.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.